0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I was uh, reading a report from the Fraser Institute, Prime Ministers and Government Spending 2021 edition. It's fascinating reading, it gets your attention, and the dollars, well, the dollar amounts will make your eyes water. Jake Fuss is a senior economist for the Fraser Institute, co-author of the report. Jake, thanks for taking the time.
1: Thanks very much for having
0: me on. So government spending was record high in 2020 because of COVID. We know that. And it's not going to slow down much in 2021, if at all. Um, But you also write in the report that the government will become more involved in our lives. And you write this began well before COVID. Talk to us about that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously, as we know, you know, 2020 is going to be a record year of federal spending. Um, A lot of this is due to COVID and the related recession as well. Um, But what we saw in the data, and we've been seeing this for some time now, is that there was a marked increase in per person spending that began well before the pandemic. Um, You know, the Trudeau government actually recorded the two highest spending years in Canadian history in 2018 and 2019. Um, That was obviously well before COVID. Um, So, you know, the record numbers we're now seeing in 2020 are really a continuation of the trend that we saw before. And now the numbers are really jumping wildly higher um, and continuing on um, as we add more spending now.
0: And we're also adding to layers of government, are we not?
1: Yeah, I mean, this is a consistent trend that we've seen really at the federal and provincial levels um, for quite some time now. We've really seen the size of government, which is really measured by, you know, uh, spending uh, on a per person basis or spending on on a GDP basis as well. Uh, we've seen really the provinces and federal government really increase their size over the last decade or so. Um, so we've seen a significant increase in the size of government. And at a certain point, you actually exceed the optimal size of government. Um, and you can start having a drag on economic growth. Um, that was a problem that we saw before the pandemic. Um, and now we're expecting, you know, a lot of governments to expand their size and take on a greater role in the economy. And that's going to have um, even more negative effects in the future as well.
0: So the Trudeau government, your report says, increased federal per person spending by 18% during its first term in office. What are the implications here and how do they justify this?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, as we've seen in recent years, higher spending ultimately leads to higher deficits. That means there's more debt. Um, That means there's growing interest payments. And those are things that must be paid by taxpayers. Um, So, you know, as we're we're recovering from the pandemic, um, it's going to be important for the federal government to address its pre-existing spending issues, or else Canadians will likely face higher taxes in the future to cover the resulting debt accumulation and interest costs. Um, you know, it's a big bill right now, um, net debt if we look at it. Um, obviously, you know, this is a big number, but it's expected to surpass $1.3 trillion in 2021. Um, and that is, like I said, you know, ultimately going to be a cost that's borne by taxpayers, um, likely future generations as well. Um, It's not just current generations, too.
0: That $1.3 trillion number, that's something we couldn't have imagined not long ago. And now it's, well, it's going to be a reality.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, if we look, you know, even just uh, 12 years ago, uh, during the, just just before the 2009 recession, um, kind of 2007, 2008, um, when we look at even just combined federal and provincial debt, we were looking at about a trillion dollars combined between the federal and provinces. Uh, a decade later we have now doubled that amount so just to kind of show you the the growth in debt um, really over about a a 12 to 13 year period we've seen a double in 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 the amount of debt over time um and that's certainly a you know a remarkable uh, change that we've seen over the last 10 years Um, so like i said you know there's going to be consequences of you know we're seeing ontario accumulating a lot of debt at the provincial level as well so it's not just you know, the federal government, it's also the provincial uh, and sometimes even municipal governments adding debt at the same time. Um, so this is going to be a substantial problem we have to address um, in the near future um, as we recover from the pandemic.
0: So, Jake, if we look at the uh, the numbers for the federal government, for the provinces and the municipalities, so all government spending, uh, this is from your report, reached 41.2% of the Canadian economy in 2019. That's almost half of the national economy In layman's terminology, what does that mean? What does that mean to the average family trying to get by?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, uh, there was actually like a body of research that suggests the optimal size of government. So what you want to do to maximize economic growth and social progress within the country, you want to have your government um, spending at about 24 to 32% of your economy. Once you spend more than that amount... Economic growth um, begins to decline and improvement in social well-being indicators like life expectancy, educational educational attainment. um, You know, these can be quite limited after that point. So you're only getting very marginal progress at quite a high cost when you spend at that 40% of GDP level. Um, So, you know, as you mentioned, Canada's spending as a share of GDP is more than 40% right now. So we're well above that optimal level of spending and may actually be hindering our economy by doing so.
0: Is there a way out of this? I mean, do you see the political will or the public will to get it get out of this?
1: Well, you know I would say a few things here. you know obviously it's going to be very difficult um you know we're we're seeing there's going to be difficulties recovering from the pandemic. um but you know the longer and longer you put off these decisions, the harder it 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 becomes ultimately you're adding more and more debt your interest costs you know are rising over time as well, and you kind of dig yourself into a bigger hole. Um, so what I would say is, you know, ultimately looking at, um, you know, the governments from the 1990s, um, whether that's provincially or federally, um, you know, looking to like the liberal government under Jean Chrétien and Paul Martin, um, they had to make a lot of difficult decisions in 1995, um, but they chose not to pass the burden of debt down to another generation or to another government. Um, so that's something I would look at for the federal government of today, um, to look at a sort of a model that they can follow. It's, you're going to have to make tough decisions one way or another. But like I said, if you pass this on to another government or to another generation, you're going to have to make even more difficult decisions um, and bigger changes in the future. So um, you, you can't delay the, these decisions forever.
0: Just final question. Where was our national debt uh, sh- shortly after Kretscham Martin got things mostly under control? Where were we? Was it half- yeah, so- Was it 500 billion?
1: Um, I don't have the exact number in front of me right now, but actually, um, under Jean-Claude and Paul Martin, um, the national debt actually declined during their tenure. Yes. So they were one of the few um, prime minister finance minister um, duos that actually um, decreased um, national debt during their term. I, I believe it declined by almost a hundred billion dollars during their term. Um, so there was a, quite a substantial change um, during that time. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, by two thousand and seven or so, uh, we were at about. $1 trillion in combined federal and provincial debt, and then that obviously has doubled since then. So it's quite a remarkable change um, from where, you know, kind of the, yeah. the policies that we were following in the 90s um, compared to over the last decade or so.
0: If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green.